Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. Hi folks, I hope we're all having a decent week so far and all is good in the hood. On this week's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about teenagers and young adults that are struggling with anxiety because this shows up in what I do and would be probably about 30% of my client base would be young adults that are struggling with anxiety. And it is quite different for teens in comparison to adults because our teenagers, the human brain doesn't stop developing and isn't fully developed until we're about 25 years old. So for teenagers, they're still going through different stages of brain development and that impacts in different ways, creating different things. So therefore, anxiety can show up for different reasons than it does in adults. For example, teenagers are far more self-conscious than we are as adults and again that's due to their brain development and different areas of their brain are more active in teens than they are in adults. Fitting in and being accepted by their peers is far more important to teens than it is to us as adults. As adults we've learned to emotionally regulate ourselves a bit more, we've learned a bit more emotional intelligence whereas a lot of the time for teens they haven't learned that yet. They also have a massive amount of hormones flooding through their system that they have to manage. They're wondering why they're feeling the way they're feeling. And some of this then, as I say, is down to to hormones fluctuating all over the place. Um, Different things showing up in different parts of their bodies that they didn't have a week ago. All of this is impacting and landing on our teens. And that's before we even look at social media. So anxiety is quite common in teens and before we dive into this a bit more I do want to mention that having a baseline level of anxiety is very very normal we all have a bit of anxiety running in our systems anxiety or cortisol gets us up in the morning it gets us to the airport on time it gets us to study and sit exams. It gets us to to meet the deadlines, to do all of those things. That's all a bit of anxiety and a fear that if I don't do this, this will happen. A little mini dread fires up in your system to get you moving forward. Um, And that's perfectly natural and normal. So one known the difference between a normal level and anxiety of anxiety and a teen being a teen and when it's actually becoming a problem, when your teen or your young adult is really struggling with anxiety and they may need more help outside of that. And again, looking at ways as parents that that we can manage that. Because I know certainly I when my daughter was younger, a hundred percent she she hit parts of uh of her life and her growth where she she got quite anxious and I'd have to um I had to learn 
there's no manual given out when you become a parent. I had to learn how to work with that. And I was very blessed in it was what I was training in anyway. So I had the tools, but it's different when it's your child because there's all the emotion, there's all the love and there's all the fear that comes with that. So having some some ways of spotting the signs when it's not regular anxiety and when it's moving more into a, a daily struggle with your teen and having ways and tools and tips to work with that and to understand it more I think helps us all as parents because as I say there is no manual that uh, that comes with being a parent you really are and as soon as you learn one stage sure your child is shot into the next stage so you're relearning all over again so first looking at you know what anxiety is in of itself and anxiety is it's a feeling of of worry apprehension or dread that something bad is going to happen that you can't cope with so it's thinking of a future event be it five minutes down the line an hour down the line or a week down the line it's thinking of a future event feeling really fearful apprehension or dread and picturing and creating a negative outcome on that situation and if it's within the teen or young adults school or college environment potentially they're fearful or worried each and every day and when it becomes a problem is when they're actively avoiding these situations and these places when their lives are becoming smaller because they're avoiding all of these things because they don't want to put themselves in those anxious situations because the nature of anxiety tends to be the thing that shows up the most is is avoidance and along with those feelings of worry and dread there are physical symptoms like feelings of of butterflies in your stomach those nervous feelings um locking and tightening your muscles your jaws neck pain uh sweaty palms your mouth drying up anxiety has an array of symptoms that i could go through i know for me certainly uh, i would get the shakes i would shake to what i thought was uncontrollable levels my whole body would shake so i was really conscious or self-conscious within it as well I'd be really embarrassed about it that people would notice me shaking the more I was thinking about that the more my body would shake because the more I was building the anxiety and this causes you to avoid situations to to not want to be in the places that are creating the anxiety in the first place what we need to remember with our our teens and young adults is along with the amount of brain change that they're they're going through and all the new connections that they're they're hardwiring in finding the self of self the sense of self sorry the you know learning impulse control like teenagers have a lower impulse control and again that's just tied into the stage of development that they're in they're more self-conscious than we are as adults peer connection means so much more it's so important to them to fit in they're also going through a huge amount of emotional physical and social change they're going from possibly secondary school to college or out into a job they're potentially sitting exams 
they're moving into so many different spaces. They're being allowed out later. They're being allowed to try new things. There's all of these things going on. And then we have social media in the mix where they're seeing they, they can weigh a lot of their self-worth in that, in the likes that they get on social media, in whether they get the engagement in within social media, what others look like in social media, do they fit in with those? It can have a huge weight because of how the environment is for them now, how the world is for them now. So all of this is going on in the mix. And the teens and the young adults are trying to manage themselves within the midst of this. And that's where we need to look. It's teaching them to manage themselves within the midst of everything going on around them. And the fourth step of that is understanding what's going on for them. And we all know, having been teens ourselves or reared a teen, how things change so rapidly for teens, how life can be amazing today and then you know you fall out with a friend tomorrow and because teenagers are so present they don't focus on the future what happens now in the moment is absolute catastrophe for teens it's it's you know it's it's far more dramatic than it is for us as adults because they're so present they're not as future focused as we are as adults so it does land much harder when things don't go their way they're also in my opinion anyway, under a huge amount of pressure from school, from, from themselves, from trying to fit in, from their peers, from finding their, their sense of self and finding their way in the world all at the same time. So building the sense of self and building their self-worth and building their confidence and teaching them emotional intelligence can be a huge help. Now, of course, you can teach them anxiety tips for in the moment when anxiety comes up and explain what anxiety is, that it is uncomfortable feelings running in your system. And it's only when they start getting carried away, when they get caught up in these stories and these feelings and teaching them to reset can have powerful results. But force it is, it's understanding where they're coming from and the nature of teens they don't always want to allow you in as a parent because they believe nobody understands them, but their peers. Nobody else understands them, how they're feeling or where they are. One of the traits that does tend to show up quite a bit with uh, young adults and teens struggling with anxiety is the level of expectation they put on themselves. Whether they've absorbed that from their outer environment um, and internalized it, which tends to be what we do, it's, it's having a bar that's so high, it's all but unachievable for them. So teaching them to manage their, their expectations and take the pressure off, to have that respite, to step out and teaching them to work smarter rather than, rather than harder. I know certainly when when I was a teen and for a lot of us that even attended school, they have 10 different subjects, so slightly more, sometimes slightly less sometimes, but that they've tried to try to manage. And sometimes if you feel like you have to please 10 different teachers and your parents and all your friends and reach a particular bar or a particular level, it's extremely difficult to do. And you're carrying that pressure 
around all the time. So therefore, if one of those balls falls down that they're trying to juggle, anxiety kicks in, fear kicks in and dread kicks in. So teaching them to, to manage their expectations is, uh, is very beneficial. It's a huge help and it, it really aids them even going into their adult life because this is something we come up against as well as adults. And I know that of late, and we're probably all seeing it, there's substantial evidence that since the pandemic, the number of young adult, adults and adolescents that are struggling with anxiety has increased hugely. And given, you know, that the lockdown, it really did rob a lot of teens and young adults of that social interaction, um, of being around the friends and peers that they care about the most, of doing a lot of the things that they needed to do for where they were at in their own developmental stage and in finding their sense of self in and around their, their peers and their friends. It did rob them of a lot of that and they did have to learn new ways of learning, new ways of showing up and new ways of interacting. So it was a huge toll. And you know, I think we're all hoping that now that the, the pandemic has passed, that the anxiety levels will drop down. We won't see as much of it coming out in our teens. But unfortunately, the statistics are telling the opposite. The statistics are telling us that anxiety is still on the rise in our teens and in our young adults. And some of that, as I've mentioned, does relay back to the level of pressure that's put on them through for one big example, social media, that they're weighting their self-worth and their self-esteem in what they get from social media. And then if they're not getting, if they're not feeding that, that worth, that need from social media, if they're not getting what they want, their self-esteem is crashing. So they're left on a roller coaster if that's where they're getting their, their needs met. So having the ability to, to teach them to step outside of that, to teach them that that is a virtual forum. And that is it. That is a difficult one to master because most teens and young adults now, it's like their third arm. It's, it's a space that they live in a lot. And that is possibly the way we're going to be going forward. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to get their self-worth and their value from social media it's just a tool they use to engage with their friends it's not a measure of their worth it's not a measure of who they are that needs to be built in the background by doing the inner work with them and working with the anxiety if it is showing up i have learned through working with as they say teens and young adults and a lot of a, a lot of adults struggling with anxiety some of the things that show up for them with loved ones, with friends, with family, some of the things that um, people would say to them, you know, it's, it's not that big a deal or don't worry about it or look, don't get yourself up in knots, things like that. That does not um, just diminishing people's feelings that are struggling with anxiety doesn't help. All it does is pushing them back into a box. All it does is they're already in panic mode. So them feeling that their feelings aren't normal or aren't okay actually pushes them backwards. It doesn't drive them forward. Looking at what the anxiety is, talking them through those feelings in their body. Where are you feeling it? 
whereabouts in your body emotion is felt in the body whereabouts are you feeling it in your stomach in your in your mouth in your in your ears in your throat where is it in your body what does it feel like anxiety in the body it is uncomfortable but it's not killer we don't like uncomfortable emotions but teaching them to feel into that and teaching them to shift their emotions within that to be able to shift to another state and there's many many tools that you can give them to help them to start overcoming it to help them within the moment of course doing the work in the background getting to what's driving it in the first place and figuring that out where it's showing up for them the most what it is that they're avoiding what the beliefs are going on behind that and what's triggering it in the first place will help you completely diminish or get rid of the anxiety with them but Teaching them tools to manage it in the moment is hugely helpful rather than just avoid it. Because if they're avoiding the anxiety, they're also avoiding all the situations that create the anxiety, like school, college, a job, friends, family, whatever it is. So rather than allowing them to go into that space, which only drives the anxiety more it's teaching them to manage those anxious feelings and there's very easy in the moment tips drinking water dilutes cortisol in the moment it, it dilutes cortisol within your system uh, it dilutes it down so having water with them to learning to ground themselves when they're feeling anxiety they're thinking of a situation in the future they're thinking and they're putting a very negative outcome on that and it's not real. It's not reality. That's an outcome they're creating from fear. So talking them through, grounding themselves, feeling into your fingers and toes, feeling where you're feeling that emotion in the body. What does it feel like? What are you thinking about? What's driving that emotion? What's behind that? A lot of the time, for most people struggling with anxiety, it is fear of being judged. It's fear of being negatively judged. It's fear of walking into a room and everybody's staring or walking into a classroom and nobody speaking to you or the teacher calling you out to speak it's it's all of these they're things we create in our mind but what's behind it is fear of being judged then it's moving into what is it you're afraid people are going to say when they judge it because that's actually coming from eternal. That's what they feel about themselves. It's not what others are feeling about them, but they're reflecting it onto that. There are so many different amazing tools and techniques that you can use to, to combat anxiety. I have absolutely no bother. I could, uh, if anybody wants them, I can send you out um, tools and tips. Just throw me an email. But if anxiety is a thing that's shown up day to day and going on for weeks or months or even longer and causing the teen or young adult to completely avoid social activity, school, college, work, wherever it may be and that's going on for a length of time. That's when you probably need to look for, for outside help and it's bearing in mind it takes a huge amount of strength to to seek help outside yourselves as parents sometimes because we were always able to to I suppose fix our children when they fell put a plaster on their leg mind them teach them we sometimes can feel when they're older and we're not able to 
completely helped them manage their mental health. We can feel ourselves like we're letting them down or we're failing them. And that absolutely is not the case at all. Asking for help and seeking that help outside yourself is the best thing you can do. You're coming from an amazing loving space, going and getting them that help that they need. It's not a weakness or a flaw at all. Believe me, I've done it as a parent and I've, I, I'd never walk with my own, my own daughter. It wouldn't be fair to her or me. I've saw help outside myself when she was younger and when I felt that she needed it. And it's one of the best things I've ever done. So learning as a parent that it's okay to reach for support, even if it's, if it's not professional help, it's talking to family members. You are guaranteed with the level of anxiety that's coming out in our young adults and teens, you're not the only one that's trying to manage this. So reaching for support and talking to other people, learning those tools, researching anxiety, finding out and knowing the difference between when it's a normal level and in ways part of our growth and part of our learning and when it is becoming a problem and we do need to seek professional help. So that's it for me for this week, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed it and got some fabulous takeaways. And as always, I invite you to connect in with me across social media or check me out on my website, www.yourgifttoyou.com or email me, linda at yourgifttoyou.com, guys, because I'd love to hear from you and any topics you'd like for us to talk about or any more learnings that you want. And please remember, give me those reviews because it keeps the podcast getting out there to more people. So chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.